A derelict Easter Bunny? Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, Easter Week Edition, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Pete the Cat, Big Easter Adventure, by Kimberly and James Dean, published by Harper Collins Publishers. A quick reminder that we're taking off for Good Friday, but we'll be back to reviewing on Monday. Check out our Instagram channel to keep up with This Goose is Cooked. Pete the Cat, Big Easter Adventure, joins Pete as he helps out the Easter Bunny finding, coloring, and hiding eggs. What the hell happened to the Easter Bunny that he couldn't do this himself? We'll bring one of those egg holders and let's dye some eggs. We open on Pete the Cat sitting by his bed. He is happy because Easter has arrived. He couldn't wait to find his Easter basket full of jelly beans, which are his favorite candy. But when he finds his Easter basket, it has nothing but a letter in it. What a damper! He waits all year, and he can't even get a few jelly beans lodged in the bottom of his basket from last year. He's not asking for anything big, like a chocolate bunny, Jelly beans are the cheapest candy out there. They're the smashed penny souvenirs of the candy world. If someone can't afford that, there must be some real problems going on. The letter in the basket reads, quote, Pete, please help! Exclamation point. Find the eggs. Period. Paint the eggs. Period. Hide the eggs. Period. Thanks. Comma. The Easter Bunny. P. Period. S. Period. Where are these? Exclamation point. End quote. And you see a pair of bunny ears on the table. First off, did the Easter Bunny need to yell so forcibly to put on the bunny ears? What if Pete doesn't want to wear them? It's not like he's fooling anyone with them on. Those ears are not going to make or break Easter. The Easter Bunny being absent might though. Which brings me to, secondly, what the hell was so important that the Easter Bunny just skipped out on all of his duties? At the very least, we know he wasn't prepared this year. Pete plays along and laughs about it. He's a better animal than I am. He should be bitching that not only did he not get candy, this year he got a chore. Apparently Pete is an organic guy and goes over to the chicken coop and asks if they have any eggs to spare. Straight farm to Easter basket. The chickens are more than willing to help and give him a bunch of eggs. But they end up critiquing Pete's costume, saying he needs a bunny nose and tail. The Easter bunny must have known the chickens love to nitpick, and it makes sense now why he at least left the ears. Pete agreed with the chickens, and went home and did some arts and crafts, putting together a nose and a tail. I'm surprised he has this much time to screw around with stuff like this. You would think he'd be racing against the clock, considering he wasn't prepared for any of this. But no, he puts on a makeshift nose and tail, and again laughs at himself like he's the funniest cat in the world. With this being our second Pete the Cat review, our last being Pete the Cat Crayons Rock, I always thought Pete looked stoned, and it's becoming more clear that he actually is. 
Well, it finally hits Pete that it's getting late, so he literally hops to the tool shed. He's taking this Easter Bunny thing a little too literal. He finds paints in the shed and starts painting the eggs all different colors. He clearly takes it seriously, which I respect. It's not like he paints each egg all one color. He has some eggs with two or three colors, and others are polka dotted or striped. Now that's a veteran egg dyer right there. So he fills up his basket with all of his dyed eggs, and then starts deciding where he's going to hide them all. He ends up hiding the eggs all over the neighborhood, so all of his friends can find them. The author then slaps us right in the face with the moral, with this, quote, Helping others out is what Easter is all about, Pete said. End quote. Well, at least we don't have to do any guessing about what the author was going for. When Pete's done, you can see him standing there exhausted. And what do you know? The Easter Bunny shows up right as he finishes. And I have to say this. The Easter Bunny does look like he's got big problems. He looks like he's on crack. It's one of the scariest Easter Bunnies I've ever seen. The Easter Bunny compliments Pete and tells him how well he did. Then the Easter Bunny hands him a gold ribbon that says, Number One Helper. Wow, so exciting. No candy, just a ribbon. This Easter Bunny has real problems. The story ends smacking us in the face one last time with the moral, and then tells us all, Happy Easter. So you mean to tell me Pete worked his ass off all day, and all he got was a ribbon? What the hell is this cat supposed to do with a ribbon? And on top of that, it says number one helper, when it should really say number one bitch. He didn't even get one jelly bean. And we're supposed to think this is a happy ending? Look, I know how Easter works. It's not Christmas, where everyone is stuck inside in a seasonal depression and they need some major gift to get them through the winter. No, Easter, everyone is excited for the warm weather to come and no one has the money after Christmas to spend on another big gift. So we get crafty, we get candy, and go to the dollar store to get some cheap gifts that will keep everyone entertained for two hours outside until they break. How do we make the cheap gifts feel bigger? We hide them and make you search for them, giving you a sense of pride once you find them. And on top of that, it's a time waster, so you can't sit there thinking about how bad the gift is. Everyone is genuinely happy when they find eggs or their basket with some candy or a dinky little toy. And Pete clearly understands that. He wasn't asking for a new PlayStation. He was asking for a few jelly beans. And the Easter Bunny couldn't even give him that. This is one of the saddest endings I've seen in a book. Okay, I've said enough. We know what the lesson of this book is because the author wrote it several times. There was no hiding it. And yes, I agree. Helping others can be fun. In this case, just don't expect anything in return for doing it. But seriously, get out and help others. People benefit from your charity, and you feel better about yourself in the process. It's a win-win. Kimberly's writing was nice and concise. It had some good rhymes, too. And I actually didn't mind that she was upfront about the moral because it was a good one. My big issue is 
The ending is a total rewrite. Or at least take out the part about the jelly beans. Because it turned a positive into a negative. James's pictures are definitely all his own. And they do provide a sense of humor to the book. They just aren't for me though. Overall, if you're a Pete the Cat fan, this is another Pete the Cat classic. Myself, they're entertaining, but they never blow me away. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 3.1. I'll have a heapin' helpin'. This goose is cooked. Easter week edition. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.